This is the Betty Show with your inimitable host, Black Betty. And I don't have time to argue with y'all. So just get in here, let's talk. I'm going home on the morning train The evening train might be too late I'm going home on the morning train I'm going home on the morning train Is a song my grandmother used to sing I can remember Maybe I've heard it played in church a time or two (laughs) I'm going home on the morning train a song about righteousness. The evening train might be too late. I gotta be right. I gotta be up early. I have to be in routine. I have to be amongst the first, which is the best. The evening train might be too late. I can't wait around to ride to where I'm going with the stragglers and the late people and the 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 last few what the cat dragged in now I'm going home on the morning train and I don't have all day to sit here and argue with y'all so just get in here let's talk prophetess Megan the Stallion once rapped I'm an open book and your man probably read it from girls in the hood I like this lyric because I can relate. I have used social media platforms as a personal blog since I began use of the cultural phenomenon in 2006. Before 2006, I had an online account on a website called (laughs) OpenDiary.com. It was a fun yet weird place back in the early 2000s, OpenDiary.com. It might have been like an emo kid hangout spot of sorts. I would write about my experiences as a 14-year-old who dressed suggestively. (laughs) There were several poets in the mix, just people who like to write. I am an open person. I am comfortable with expressing my emotions, but I have struggled to talk about them before the explosive kind of expression (laughs) come out. That has been my flaw, yet I have been told off here and there for what I'm comfortable revealing on social media and being vulnerable, unfortunately, opens you up to people who aren't right for you. But for every, you need to take that post down, I have received. There were three PMs that said, I have a similar story, or thank you for sharing that, queen, or you're just so wonderful, or, you know, some kind of you inspired me type message. So those make it worth it for me, to me. Since for whatever reason, I'm compelled to talk so damn much. (laughs) According to the Pew Research Center, social media usage in the U.S. went from 5% to half of the country 
over like six years from 2005 to 2011. It's like, now we're at 70%, seven in 10 people use at least one of the social media platforms. Thus, social media, at least to me, has changed from a quiet place to a very loud place. Quite literally, with the addition of videos and live streaming, it has become a loud place. And, you know, your aunt is there when she wasn't on there in college, you know, etc. Everybody is selling something on social media. Hell, including me. <laughs> I be slanging these cleaners. Ebony Solutions. Okay. Social media has been very useful to keep my business going through heavy marketing on Facebook. I use the strat- the strategy of creating quick funny ads on Snapchat that I would then parse over to Facebook. The ads were for my cleaning business, Ebony Solutions. I came up with the concept and I just ran it in the hole. I repeated the process again and again. And I went from a clientele list of like 18 to 24 maybe people to something around 88 or 100 clients. You know, marketing on Facebook did that. So I would be remiss not to mention. One thing social media did for me that I did not like was cause a handful of people, more than you would think, (laughs) to reach out to me regarding my cleaning business, but really just wanting to meet me. And that was weird, you know, to me. So there's good and there's bad, you know, to being open on social media and putting yourself out there as they say you know, to soliciting to the people on your friends list, you know, because truth be told, you know, we're friends, you know, do friends sell friends or what is that? What is that? I mean, I guess we live in a society now where, you know, your friends might just be marketing to you. Everybody's selling something. I mean, but then again, um, it it's, can be extremely powerful. It can be an extremely powerful tool for business. I grew my business from, you know, just like a side hustle to my entire livelihood. What I'm looking at is, you know, a call center salary. You know, prior to running the cleaning business, I worked call center jobs and um, you know, you can pull in your little 30 to 32 a year. I worked at a really cool place in Charlotte um, before I believe the place now has moved over to Fort Mill permanently. But this place called Red Ventures, I worked there when I lived in Charlotte about four years ago. And we sold, um, you know, telemarketing services. Uh, we sold the cable and Internet for the telco companies like Verizon and, you know, some of those big names. And while I worked there, I learned to, uh, you know, use those sales strategies to make money, to make a good commission. We, We made an hourly, but we also made commission. It allowed me to work only about four days a week and pull in, you know, close to $4,000 a month. It was a dream job just being 
on the phone, um, you know, selling. So, I mean, if you can sell, if you know how to talk to people, if you have that gift of gab, it can be very lucrative for you to market on the platform where, you know, I mean, 70% of the consumer market is, I mean... Is that fair to say? I mean, if seven in ten of us are are using social media, then that's, you know, over half, the that's the majority of your consumer market right there, right there on, you know, the platform where you like going every day. But, so I just think when it comes to being open on social media, you know, obviously there are pros and cons. However, um, you know, it really is just a knack, right, of knowing what to post and when. And, you know, people really get into learning those algorithms and how to, you know, um, post and, you know, what hashtags will bring more views. And, you know, there really is a science, you know, to it. That has been broken down. There's definitely a science to, you know, being what they call an influencer, um, which is definitely something, you know, a lot of us sort of ascribe to in sort of a way. However, um, you know, we try to mask it in different things, I believe. But that's all, you know, artist behavior, if you ask me. Artists want to share and also to hide at the same time. And that is what becomes a kind of private hell. <laughs> but I do believe what makes it hard is only when you're not putting your all into it when you're not getting up first thing in the morning and getting to that thing that you claim to want so bad you know you you've you've put yourself out there you've marketed you've been that open book and your man probably read it <laughs> You've been an open book. You've put yourself out there. You've marketed. You've shown what your car is, what you are after, what you're trying to do. And maybe you've gained some success with it. But then, you know what? You take it and do something with it every day. You have to do something with that every day. And so that's when it does become a job. And then there's the worry of, well, will it pay off, you know? Will it pay off for me to continue to pursue this thing when I'm not seeing any immediate payout? I've um, been on a couple productions with a few plays. And the thing about being a local actor, thespian, being a local person um, in, you know, theater is theater, you know, actors don't get paid dick until they make it to the big screen. 
you know, those little productions and people, I mean, they get paid, but, and it depends on what company you're with. And if you're with a company that travels and gets good jobs, places and, you know, whatever, but it's, you know, hard to make a lot of money in that arena on the lower level at first. So I've done some plays when, you know, you really, you know, you're getting like $250, $300 just to, you know, uh, just to be in the be in the show, so I mean, yeah, you showcase your talent, of course, but at the same time, it's um, you put a lot more into it than you get out of it monetarily for a while. But I believe the idea is that after a while, it will pay off if you can just break into a certain a higher bracket where you can now be paid like going from doing open mics and doing local shows to a Netflix special, an HBO special. I'm referring to comedy. So it's um, an interesting thing how much we use and can use social media to further our endeavors with those types of things. Um, we definitely can get a lot of shine through putting out there on social media, hey, I'm doing comedy, I've done it, and, you know, it, you know, might not necessarily bring all kinds of people out to your comedy show, but it does um, bring awareness to the different things you're doing so that if you will hustle and keep on going and trying, yeah, not everybody will want to support when you're green because, like, people have many questions when somebody they know starts to do something. Are they going to stick with it? Is this just a thing? Like, you know, you know, and you can't really fault people for that, for, you know, not trusting, especially if you are creative because one thing we creative have to know is we switch up a lot. We switch up a lot. I switch up a lot. Uh, maybe I'll speak for myself. But I know that, so I'm conscious of that. So I don't expect a ton of support. And I don't necessarily want it for different things I do, such as run out and go do stand-up comedy. I go out around the Charleston area, and I do stand-up um, at the different comedy clubs and bars around the area that hold stand-up throughout the week. And... Um, I've been taking a break from it lately, but I'm definitely going to get back to it. And I have advertised even that on social media and gotten people that asked about like when and where so they could come out and show that support. But um, it, well, it, you know, I'm 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 still learning. I'm just, I'm green. It's something that I do, but but I put it out there. And that's what I had to realize at one point. Like, sometimes I'm thinking, well, ah, you know, I told a couple people, it's not that I don't want you to come, it's just I, you know, I didn't really, you know, I'm not ready. And it's like, well, you got to know on one level, well, you put it out there, so that made people think you were ready. You were ready to be asked about it. You were ready to be questioned. You were ready to talk about it. You were ready to explore it. So, you know, again... I am compelled to talk a lot, and while it 
works in one area makes me a good marketing where if word of mouth was a person <laughs> I believe um Black Betty would be it if word of mouth was a person but here's what I suggest for your social media usage you have certain days that you're completely off of the sites I call it off social I say I'm off social this week I'll take three days and I just won't even touch it. During that time, I might center myself again, rest. Social media can be very stressful. We don't want to admit the sheer overload of so many people doing so many different things all at once and keeping up with this old coworker and that distant cousin, this marriage, that baby, typing happy birthday 15 times a day. And Lord forbid, you know, something happens to someone or a loved one of their loved ones you care about. And it's like on and on and on. I mean, you know, it's just the sheer overload of so many, so many different stories all going at once that we all, you know, kind of put our noses in. Truly. (laughs) What is that? It's a cultural phenomenon. But, uh, I mean, it's really like a job, like really being on social media. So what I suggest is try being off social. I like being off social. Take that time, two days, three days, whatever, sometimes, you know, longer. I I feel a long one coming on right now. Um, some people struggle with being off with it still being on their phone, so they want to deactivate or really turn it off. And it's just like, well, I mean, certainly we can be strong enough to have an app in our phone that we don't go to because I'm sure there are other apps we have in our phones that we downloaded at some point that we never used. So I think we're stronger than that. I think we have the power to use social media correctly and just start by taking little breaks get off that shit for a little while i like to just engage then disengage They is somebody, but also know they ain't no damn body. They're my type of people.